the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined by my esteemed colleagues um, and co-hosts, um, Ms. Pasha B and uh, Shanika. Pasha, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to speak uh, today. Um, I know we can kind of de- deliberate a little bit on the topic. And, um, you know, there's a couple relationship topics I want to talk about. And I appreciate you and Shanika being available. Um, but I'd like to introduce you guys before we kind of unveil that. Um, Shanika, could you introduce yourself? Hey, this is Shanika. What's happening? <laughs> hey, 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 how are you? I'm doing very well. Um, I really wanted your uh, personality and Pasha's personality uh, for today's show. So thank you so much for making it. Uh, Pasha, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, hey, can everybody hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yes, this is uh, Pastor B. And Brian, thanks for allowing um, Shanika and myself to join. Uh, we actually have a podcast ourselves, Real Talk with Pastor B. So we are definitely um, emphasized, energized, and, and ready and excited to chop it up with you today. Yes. And their podcast is amazing. Um, I can't wait till I can kind of get in the booth with them again. Um, but today, we're going to talk about being in, on the fence in mm-hmm. a relationship. Um, that's what I want to talk about. And I think you ladies have a, a mature perspective, and I, uh, I I really want to see how this conversation goes. Have you guys ever been uh, on the fence uh, about a relationship? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm going to ask for um, just so I know where you're going. Yep. What do you mean when you say on the fence? Have you ever had a relationship? where you know that it's not standard operating procedure. Have you ever had a relationship where your day or even your MO is affected because you aren't able to be your organic or open self? Um, You know, those, do we call them situationships? Uh, They're not quite relationships. Um, That's where I'm going. Uh, being okay. on the fence when you have to have a perverted <laughs> relationship in the negative way. <laughs> Dang, perverted? Does it have to be perverted? But it is perverted. The word perverse. Your relationship becomes obscured. Um, things are not fair. Um, I think that's the perfect word. Uh, I feel my... Um, <laughs> I think that's that That won't be the title, but maybe I'll do a show to make it fit. Um, but certainly, yeah, I think it does make it perverted. If you have a relationship with someone and you can't be physical with them, but they're the love of your life. Would you feel a certain way? So do we call that faking and farting in a relationship or is it settling? Mm. You know, I think everybody's trying to say it's settling, right? Um, I don't know. I've experienced it where I've been or allowed someone to be in a relationship with me, but there's stipulations or confined limitations, things that I'm not in alignment with. And that's how I came up with this topic. Okay. Um, so, 
maybe I'll talk about my experience a little bit. Like um, in this situation, um, it makes no sense. Um, it's it's a tedious situation that, in all truth, has probably been dead for probably almost two years, right? Um, it's the worst zombie relationship anybody's ever heard of. Um, wow. It never, right? Uh, because it's been deceased and all the full relationship and relationship rights and relationship things died about two years ago. But um, communication or interaction, whatever you want to call it, persists. And you get into those situations where you just see that things aren't right. And in my situation, I am finally at an awareness point. I see that just like, I guess I'll be honest, um, this person um, doesn't have the availability to really be with me. And um, I don't know why I'm driving myself crazy. Um, but I think she's in another relationship, um, possibly a marriage. So, oh, wow. So it definitely complicates things. Um, I think that's interesting. You guys said you've never been in that kind of situation. Um, well, I think I, I, I've experienced it from another perspective whereby I have made it clear, like I'm not interested in a relationship, but we can hang out, you know? What and is that? What I, is I that? am not... I, uh, that means that I am not in an exclusive relationship with you. If you need someone to some companionship, want to <laughs> catch a movie, catch a show, and you don't want to go by yourself, I'm available, but I'm not in an exclusive relationship with you. That's how, I'm uh, going to change the title of the show right now. That's how women are <laughs> for intimacy. It's fucked up. We use women for sex. Uh, women use men for time. I figured it out. No, that's not true. So, so let me tell you something else about my experience. Um, men use women for companionship as well. I, I don't think well, a yeah. lot of men yeah, have. I sure do. I sure do. It's mutual. It's mutual. Yeah. That's not a hard sell. A chick will want to spend time with you. Quality time is the easiest thing to give away uh, for women. Uh, I think it is your body. I mean, it's not like it's difficult, obviously, but the exchange is probably felt through a woman's eyes, in my opinion, the way that it is experienced through my eyes when I give a woman my time. If I give you my attention, if I claim you, if I give you um, that piece of me, I have expectations. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yep. on. That's right. Oh, Lord. So I have this hard time of balancing me being a guest versus me being a host. Because you said a whole bunch of things and I'm kind of like, I, I think Let's talk I, about it. And we went I, I'm de we'll definitely talk about it. So I heard what Shanika said. And just to um, be transparent, I don't agree with what Shanika said. Okay? Mm. So, <laughs> listen, so Listen, let me just say this. Passion knows we go back and forth about this thing. I I am a true believer. Men and women can just be friends. Passion's like, hell no. No, men and women can't just be friends. And there are people I genuinely like on a friendship level. 
Like, you cool. Like, I want to hang out with you, but I'm not looking to be in a Bro, relationship. Bro, we're about to have a crazy conversation. Um, <laughs> this is this is really good. I see the alignment. I want to hear Pasha's uh, uh, disagreement. I want to hear the rebuttals. Is this a rebuttal? She always disagreeing with me, first of all. Uh, no. Let, so, so let me break down what Shanika said, because she's partially right with how she um, put that. So it's not that I don't believe that men and women can't be friends. I believe that grown-up people do not walk or enter into spaces looking for platonic relationships with people that they are attracted to um, without there being some commonality. And when I say commonality, for example, I, I can believe that people can um, have a platonic friendship, whether that be male, female, or whatever, when they, are, they work in the same work environment, they work for the same company, they go to the same school, um, they see each other in a common space. That's, mm. where, I th- that's where I think that commonality uh, comes in. I do not believe go to a club air quote and they're in there checking out who's going to be their next best friend plus <laughs> I don't believe that I can't stand your ass I don't believe that so with that being said um, for me if I know that someone has a romantic attraction to me and I don't feel the same if I cannot uh-huh. um, if there's no recipro- reciprocity in that yes, I'm not playing with anybody's feelings or saying well we can be friends because I know that when you I uh, approach me I agree because you're sounding like you're a woman of integrity and you want to make sure that I understand that you don't want to be with me that's not I'm... true you want to be with me right <laughs> no <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Wait a minute, problem. I was... People hear what they want to hear. <laughs> exactly. That's another but, problem. But, and listening to her, she's like, she's like, I'm gonna let you know. Like, it's not gonna be no plan. I'm gonna tell you I don't want you. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that's uh the difference between men and women. Uh mm-hmm. women are a lot more upfront about when they're truly done. When a woman's checked out, it's uncomfortable for me as a man because women will have that conversation with you. You know when you didn't broke a chick, and I didn't have that. Uh, experience so many times that I kind of um, understand that uh, is it an emotion y'all like what is it women get to a point when they're not built like men they will tell you babe I love you but uh, <laughs> I checked out right okay yeah I, I, I think women when they're done Everybody, this is pastor speaking. And when I say pastor, because I don't want this to be the thoughts of anybody else but me. I think when people are done, men and women, it kind of looks different. Um, I believe that when a woman is done, um, there's truly no coming back. Um, When she leaves quiet without an argument, without a fight, when, when she's done, like... I, I know what that feels like to be done, to like, uh, and it sounds corny, to exhale and be done. And I believe that when a woman does that, it's it's over with. And it's probably, it's truly nothing that you can say because they're done. They've gotten to that point. 
Time. So you're saying as a woman, you've gotten to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Shanika. Yes, yes, Brian. <laughs> I'm ready for the cross-examination. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone's just want to go to law school. But no. you also have uh, uh, given up in a relationship, thrown your hands up, quit. I mean, uh, checked out. I wouldn't even say it, it's been it's in, yes in no, relationship. Um, I will say that leading up to, so I'm speaking from two perspectives. <laughs> what you say? I said that this is a cross examination. We're accepting the right exactly. Yes and no. Um, <laughs> yes. That I was, well, they, uh, do you believe uh, that you, this is personal to your experience, no one else can testify for you in court, uh, have checked out in a relationship, quit, throw your hands up? I've called it a lot of things, but you said yes. The short yes. Okay. Yes, Your Honor. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> I just, it's it's interesting because men and women are built so differently. And um, why is it that the wake up call is only when the woman's fed up? There's no tell from man's know. playbook for you to know that I've given up. I promise you. I absolutely promise you, because we are not built the same. And no matter how many betrayals there are uh, at the end of woman, this happens. So I think it's really interesting. Um, but please, I want to hear you elaborate a little bit more. I just was I'm kind of joking. I was being a little tongue in cheek. Um, I, I do want a response. Uh, please tell me about that experience where you throwing your hands up. Well, I think that's when I have come to the realization that. I feel based on my personality, based on your personality, based on my experiences, based on your experiences, that to move further is not going to be beneficial for either one of us. Ooh. So, and usually, uh, you know, I'll fall back like, mm, this isn't working out. Now, in response to what you all have discussed before, I think people also don't hear you when you communicate that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people try to well why well what's going on well why, mm-hmm. why, yes. why? I, mm-hmm. I'm just not into you like that because I'm, I'm just not, not into you like that. we're not going to talk I'm not going to talk about that but it is so true um, I'm absolutely and have been like I told you on a, a roller coaster self-induced for years um, <laughs> one woman, um, because men and women are stop playing, y'all. Don't even play. I went to rabbinical school. What men and women are what? I admit, uh, I have no idea. What are we built different? Different. Like yeah, well, you I, know, and, and, played me. Yeah, is going to bring this up, but she says this all the time. Once you recognize that, you know, either the attraction isn't there from whatever level, whether it's physical, sexual, mentally, emotionally, whatever, why can't we just have the communication that, you know what, this isn't working out in in part ways? Why do we have to fall out? And it seems like it's only when a man loves you. A lot of people prefer the fallout. Like you prefer the fallout instead of us just recognizing as adults. This isn't working out. I'm telling you the truth. It's the juice. Y'all need to go run and tell y'all your friends. 
The only reason a man play with you like that and that long is because he loves you. Um, because men and women are built different. And you don't play those games with these, whatever you want to call them. Um, so I think y'all are educating me, maybe. Because uh, I know that certainly is true. Uh, and and, and I, ounce the game. Yes, I just want to, I want to interject because you threw out the, the, the L word, the love word. Yep. Why, why aren't we to the point in our lives or as people um, where you can love someone and not be with them? Because mm. mm. we're dysfunctional yes. with the fact that you can have a baby mama or uh, uh, that you have the perfect relationship with, but that's not your life partner. Uh, because it's perverse, the word that I use at the overview of the show. Um, that's our culture. Uh, and as a modern Black man experiencing it, I'm tired of this. Because think about it. A good baby mama is still, uh, what? There's elements of trust that uh, have to be uncovered with that, especially if she has multiple uh, baby fathers, right? Um, I, don't, I haven't seen a, 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 a female president <laughs> with this uh, moral alignment yet. But um, there are very successful women who fit this mold. Um, and, and, and like I said, it's a lot of responsibility, um, et cetera, et cetera. But men and women are built different. I think that's a cop-out. Tell me more. I think it's a cop-out because I do believe that culturally that's what we have been um, accustomed to, programmed to believe. But what is that are, program to believe now? The fact that we kind of have to stay with people because we love them, even though mm -hmm. it's not the best thing for us, even though it's not, it doesn't feel good. Well, I think that, that hasn't been the culture for 60 years or longer. And, it's and, been and so, and, right. And so it's been the culture for 60 years. And people have um, gone through the same experiences for the past 60 years that didn't put them in a better situation now than it did 60 years ago. So when is sure. the change? When is the shift going to happen? You can love someone and say, this relationship isn't good for you and you have to go because love is an emotion, right? So if you truly know what love feels like, it doesn't feel like 60 years of staying with someone that's not good for you. Does it? No. So I think that we are accustomed to being in a space of not understanding what true love is and whatever the feeling is that we're used to, we stay in that space. And I think we need to do better because we know better. We knew what happened 60 years ago. It didn't necessarily, it, it was successful for some. It wasn't successful for others. Why are we doing what we did 60 years oh, ago? What about work? men? Exactly the point you make. What about men that can experience bliss in three households? Maybe three households over three generations. Uh, and that's that sounds like a, a loyal, faithful man in our modern generation versus our fathers um, who multiply this number as you wish. I think whatever floats your boat, there's a tribe for you. Mm. Um go and find the tribe, be honest with what your intentions are, um, communicate what your expectation, your expectations are. But I think there's a tribe for anybody and you just need to go and find your tribe and do what you want to do. Wow. That's powerful. Um, 
and and I think that's the way most people feel um, is that you can go out there and be who you whoever you are with whoever you want to be with. Um, one person shouldn't stop anything that's going on in your life. That ain't how most people feel because they no. don't do that. No, mm. no, no, no. You want who you want based on whatever mm-hmm. you want. And you try to mold them and squeeze them into your little box of what you mm. want. And trick and persuade and screw over and mm. lie Ooh. and gaslight and all of that stuff. So yeah, let, Wait a minute. Let, wait. Gaslighting for what? I'm gaslighting to keep the chick? Gaslighting to get what you want. No, okay. Look, this is—I promise you. Look, I'm a lonely dude, man. I'm—I didn't say it was you, but a hurt dog will holler. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, it's why is the game like this? Why is like it all started from one person? (laughs) One person said no, and then everybody got uh, uh, intertwined with 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 each other, and now. Um, we're trying to go back to that one person that nobody can find. Um, well, you you can be that one person that says no. In what sense? Because uh, I like being I'm selective, um, and I find myself in situations where it's like I don't know, like interesting because um, it's almost like uh, out of reality. Uh, it's like it's like not it's unreal. I don't know what you would call that surreal experience, consistent surreal experience. Anyhow. Um, Mm, life is good. God is great. I am so blessed. I am so thankful. Um, I need to be, uh, um, you know, a, a good servant in all things that I do. But as far as being on the fence and relationships and not giving full commitment, um, I think that that's where it gets dangerous. Um, why would you want to be around someone that you're either not doing right fully or to the best of your ability? You have no drive. Like, that's not fun. That's where relationships get unfun when um, you just don't like the person that's near you. Hmm. Unless I'm mistaken. I, I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm hearing us talking about different situations. So you just mentioned being with someone you don't like. Um, I know I mentioned... You know, the friendship perspective, I think people, again, I believe men and women can be friends. And at times, my experience is that, like, I'm a friendly person. I'm a friendly person, right? (laughs) And I like meeting people and, you know, learning about people. And I think sometimes that's mistaken for a flirtation. And I'm very clear. Mm Mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not interested in you like that. But then you have people, and maybe it's because they're leading with ego. I don't know. They try to pursue and it's like, "Mm, I'm not, not interested, you know, um, in that particular situation. I think you also have a situation where, um, and this is something we often don't delve into. You have people who are just insecure. They don't want to be by themselves. And they have all of these issues and they just want somebody um, and they're willing to compromise. Um, And that's where you have all of these situations where you're with someone you really don't like, but you don't want to be by yourself. So you are rather stew in this uncomfortableness um, because you just don't want to be by yourself. And I think we're dealing with all of this 
in the dating scene, all of this. And it makes it challenging. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a great point. I just um I I just think that the toxicity that comes from these relationships, uh, and I believe that they all similarly um come from either um an act of disrespect or betrayal, um dysfunction, right? Until and it ends up being the situation that we talk about now, um, however we label it, where one person is of good or honest intention, but the second partner is tainted or they just behave differently. Is that? And I also, I also want to add, Brian, I, I also, I'm going back to this whole friendship thing. I think right. we... <laughs> We literally look at people and we're like, oh, I want a relationship with this person. I yeah. I personally feel, can we start as friends first? Like, can I can, can I learn your last name? What's your, what's your, what's your birthday? Like, what's, what's your dog name? Like, can we be friends first and get to know one another before we embark on a you know, a, a sexual relationship or something on that level. But I think people automatically, one, jump into a sexual relationship and then you try to build a relationship off that or something very um, based on physical attraction. And then you try to build a relationship off that instead of truly getting to know the person and then build a relationship off that. And what about the fear of not having that opportunity? Um, if you go on in a relationship for multiple years um, and you never have done that, how after advancing forward uh, or just, you know, breaking apart, uh, can you really come together? Oh, you call it a friendship. You, you, it's a, it's a moot point. It's like a draw. Um, and what I'm realizing is that that's rebirth. Um, probably in the sociopath's mind, um, oh. but that is opportunity to be reborn or try again. Um, I don't. I, I want to interject. I don't necessarily know if it's rebirth. Why is it just not the end? Well, okay. Why <laughs> the end where it functions as just a friendship? Right? No, the end where we tried it didn't work out. Um, if there's a way to remain friends, okay. If there's not a way to remain friends, then that's okay as well. We go on our separate ways and cause each other no more harm or no more trauma and move on. Okay. That's, that's, I think there's definitely a time and a place for that. Um, I think that sometimes have you ever had a relationship where you just couldn't you just couldn't break that tie? You tried it several times, but that person is the person that you're just hmm, I consider. I consider. <laughs> you don't even have to necessarily be drunk to consider the person. Um, sober. Let's maybe is that a caveat? Like you'd have to know 
it would have to be a sober going. Uh, well, I think that's also a level of maturity that you have to understand. If you're unable to maintain that type of relationship, then you really need to go your separate ways. What kind of relationship? A platonic relationship, a friendship yeah, relationship. Yeah. If you're unable to, if you realize that it's not working on a uh, uh, what do you call it? like a sexual level, whatever, um, exclusive level. And if you recognize that, you know what, this is this is challenging for me to just look at you as a friend. This is challenging for me to be in your presence without feeling some type of way. Then you truly need to separate yourself and go your separate way. Fly, birdie, fly, bye. Why would you? Why would you stay in a situation? That's causing you anguish. And, and and truth be told, we can look at this being in relationships that are probably unhealthy or, you know, one foot in, one foot out, outside of romantic as well. These are some um, platonic relationships. These are some business relationships. These are some family relationships that I think can fit that mold. And I think they all need to be um, handled accordingly when it is no longer a place of of um, good feeling, when love is no longer being served, man, you got you have to know when to get up from the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so that definitely gives us a a, a good and fair evaluation. Um, I appreciate you, ladies, and um, I hope that we can come back together. And um, dissect more. I mean, I feel like we got a little bit more uh, available on, um, on 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 what we're talking about today. Um, I just, you know, I just think it's so interesting the human dynamic, how um, we value relationships and uh, the things that we allow uh, in relationships. Um, we all ask the question, "Why?" Uh, there is no universal answer there's so many there's multitudes of (laughs) complexities of relationships um so until we can eliminate the uh, you know the thing that's prevailed life on this planet since the beginning uh that you know we come together for a reason um we're going to have to figure out uh, the answers to some of these um, conundrums, some of these uh, failures that we come to when we. Uh, well, you know what, Ryan? Right. Um, just quick question. And it's funny because um, I was in a group, well, I'm in a group um, on social media. And one of the conversations or topic of conversations that was had was the purpose. So I think that's one of the biggest issues we have. Why are we coming together? Like, what's the purpose? What's your purpose? Listen to this. <laughs> My love, right? But what love got to do with it? Why, why are we coming together? What's our purpose? Are we together because you cute? Are we together because we're trying to build something? Are we get you know because we're trying to build? Or are we together? What's the goal of this relationship? And I think that's something that we are lacking, especially I'll just say culturally, um, 
here in this country? Like, why why are we together? What are we trying to do? It can't but be that I'm just attracted you. But what's a man's purpose? Because I think that is kind of the the conundrum is that women have a purpose assigned to men, but men don't necessarily have their purpose assigned to women. Uh, as a man, ooh, ooh. Uh, tell me what's this purpose that's assigned to women? What is that? My purpose for women? No, you said women have a purpose that's assigned to them, but men don't have a purpose that's assigned to them. No, I I'm sorry. I said that. I said women have a purpose, like uh, like you just asked me, right? Like about purpose, a man in their life, a man needs to do X. Uh, and it's the man's purpose is not her objective. I think that a man is viewed differently. Um, and I think that in, the, in our culture, we just have men readily available. So the normal process of probably getting to know someone uh, getting to know a man in this in this specific example um, is not the same or maybe appropriate for us to really discern what we need to take away um, because we don't get the levels or it's not forced for us to have the man what um, be fully trusted or um, transparent uh, whatever it is um, if that makes sense. So when I said purpose, I don't necessarily mean, uh, well, I do mean on an individual basis, but what's the purpose for the relationship? So I am, I am a mature woman. So it's not like I'm looking for somebody to procreate with, right? So my purpose for a man in my life is companionship. It may look like, um, community building. Like there are things that I want to, or legacy building. Um, it may even look like business relationship, the, the merging together of resources, not just financial resources, um, but even bettering each other, certain things that I may be looking for, but companionship is high on the list. Um, so you may be looking for somebody to pop out your babies. We are incompatible in that manner. But what happens is people, oh, but you cute. I want to get, I'm going to make this work. And you know what? She going to have my babies. Even though she made it clear, she's not having babies from you. You know, certain things like that. I need to interject and make sure I understand this stuff. It sounds like you're saying that I'm trying to get you pregnant to keep you around and perpetuate all the cycles of what I can perceive as a healthy relationship or not living up to the expectations or lens of your healthy relationship. Mm -mm. What I'm saying is we have different purposes. Like right now, we're not, we're incompatible based on my goals for a relationship and your goals for a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say we're incompatible in that manner. Mm-hmm. So I think there are people who are incompatible, but because they're not having conversations, one about what they want, I also don't think people actually sit down and ask themselves, what am I looking for? I think people want to be loved. I think mm-hmm. people want someone to want them and I don't think that's a good yeah. foundation for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I w- so, so where does the narcissist or egomaniac go to have their 
needs met. Pasha said, there's somebody for everybody. I think they have a club for that. Shit, I don't know. You you have to find your tribe. Right. Uh, what were you going to say, Pasha? Um, it, it's, it's about intention. So I think we get caught up on, and Shanika nailed it, but just to make it like, I guess, for, for dummies, 101, right? Everybody should be able to define their reason or their intention or their purpose for a relationship. And once you define what that is, you then find people who are equally yoked and you have the same purpose, intention, or goal. So the example that so the wow. example that she gave is she's not looking to procreate with someone. She would not purposely go out and find someone and build a relationship with someone who does want children. That's not I'm confused. You're saying uh, it's wrong that I wear condoms with the women that want no, me to. No, you, 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 you're, you're trying to be very specific. I'm get this is just examples. The the whole point of the example is we're not equally yoked. We don't have the same purpose. If you're if if one of the things that's very important to you is to procreate, and the woman that you are potentially attracted to is telling you shop is shut down, I'm not doing it. Guess what? You need to go find somebody else. Yeah. It's, and, it, and it's that simple. And I think that's the moral of the story. Um, and it's selfish to try to hold on to somebody who doesn't. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons. Not mostly to yourself, but a lot of different uh-huh. reasons. Um, I really appreciate y'all. Like, um, uh, where can where can anyone listening to this podcast find you, ladies? But before uh, you tell us where we can find you, I really want to know more about what defines you and just your podcast, your mission, and goals that you guys have. Well, I guess I'll jump in. Um, so, real talk with Pastor Bees, um, the podcast that's basically about providing content and creating content. Um, for people that we consider ordinary people. So I think we try to focus on topics and issues that affect the everyday person, whether that be from uh, relationships to um, finance and culture. Um, we, we cross a broad um, scope of topics, but we do try to find that place of uh, level and where the average Joe could uh, get something or, or a place to be able to express and and feel as though they have people that are on the same wavelength or with the understanding, the same understanding that they have. Um, but in regards to the podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are also on Spotify and YouTube. And if you search our parent company, which is Ordinary People Media, you can um, pick up and tune into those shows and, and the podcasts. But um, yeah, it's just all about having content and, and, and being there for ordinary people. And that's what we try to do every day. I love it. Um, social media wise, where can uh, um, they find you best again? So for the podcast, um, on everything at this point in time, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it would be Real Talk with Pastor B. And I know Shanika has her own uh, social media site, so if she wants to give that out, she can. Pasha, what you talking about? 
follow us on podcast. Follow us on um right. Follow follow us either on Real Talk with Pastor B or Talk with Pastor B on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And y'all know you can find me on all platforms for, the, for my podcast, this podcast, Breaker, uh, uh, Spotify. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts. You can catch me social media-wise on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, SoundCloud, um, TikTok, um, everything that's really out right now. Um, I really appreciate these uh, um, beautiful minds uh, and their perspectives. Uh, if you uh, <laughs> uh, want to uh, follow uh, uh, any of these podcasts, we appreciate the time you've given us today. Until the next episode, peace. Peace. The Modern Black Man Podcast. <laughs>